Page Wars, nothing but Page Wars. Hey guys, welcome to Page Wars. I am Steel Saunders and I do not have time to read new Star Wars books and comics, so I invented this podcast with someone that does, King Tom Chansky. Hi, Steel. Your internet friend and mine. Well, you're, 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 you're real life friend as well. Oh, thank you. Right back at you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you think it's more important when you've you've met someone? Do you think that, like, if it's in real life, you at least know you're not getting catfished through Star Wars podcasting? I, I think so. I mean, I, I think Skyping and, you know, hey, seeing a person. Hey, for all you know, I could have been a middle-aged man. Aren't you? seem very shocked i am it's you know whole new world okay but we are friends in real yes. life yeah. and and even out of the celebration setting yes which is even yes. harder yes so there you go but this is a, a patreon all access episode so normally page wars is exclusive for patrons of the steel wars podcast on the three dollar a month tier but every third episode, well, it hasn't been because we did the tenth episode. We put that up because it was number ten, all access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we did number eleven, mm-hmm. and now it's twelve. And then I've got this rule about divisible by three. I've got to get back on that. Yeah, so this puts us back there. But the the freebies are only missing one. True. But yeah. we're going to do more. Okay. Okay. We might even do one straight after this if we've got time. I'm down. Okay. All right. Now, we just did... Oh, so yeah. So this is Page Wars where uh, Tom tells me what happens in books and comics because I don't have time to read it. And on the last episode, which was Patreon exclusive, we did Queen's Peril. Mm-hmm which was the very sought-after Turnit category out of the Burnit and Turnit rating system, there can be only two choices. You either read it or you ignite it. Either way, do something with it. But this episode, All Access, we are doing Tom. Alphabet Squadron Shadowfall, the middle book in the Alphabet Squadron trilogy by Alexander Freed. Oh my god. Now that you mention it, it's Alphabet Squadron. It all clicks <laughs> like the, the the cover art clicks with me and stuff. Okay. okay. I thought for sure this was about Darth Maul in the shadows or something. <laughs> oh, I could I yeah. Cause I could see that. Then what's so what's this called? Shadowfall? Shadowfall. Yeah, there, there has to be titles like this when, like, in the in the prequel books about Darth Maul, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, Black Warrior. It sounds Night kind Shadow. of like an EU book. Dawn's Shadowfall. Dusk. <laughs> Crimson Cape. I don't know what's going on. 
Um, all right, but we're in the Alphabet Squadron. So what era of Star Wars is this? Is this between eight and nine? Yes, this is after in the year two after Return of the Jedi, but before oh, the no, Battle of Jakku. Oh, okay. So way before. So it's yeah. between six and seven. No, yes. Yeah. I said eight and nine. Yeah, you I, went with it. What yeah. sort of I did. I blanked. Out around here? I, I did for. I did. I blanked for a minute. Yes, between six and seven. Well, I don't know about you're the, the numbers guy. I, I, I'm I'm the words guy. I don't know about the listener, but I am not filled with confidence about the information we're about to get about this book. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, all right. So how we do it is after a few segments, Tom will divulge all about what goes on in this book. He'll leave no space stone unturned, CGI or otherwise. But first, the elevator, just, again, we're back in this elevator. I'm, I'm going, to, if, you, if you can hit number five for us, Tom. Okay, I hit number five. I feel bad for this person on the elevator because they're getting the same exact kind of pitch. Are you ready? Go. Okay. Just like the last one, this book is a follow-up to one that came out last year about a starfighter wing where there just that was just thrown together, these different people flying these different... Oh, I thought someone was getting on there. Uh, different types of starships. <laughs> and they're led by a former Imperial who no one trusts. In this book, the wing is supposed to help prote- take over and then protect a system newly under rebel control. Uh, but the leader's former boss, when she was with the Empire, is back on the scene and... Basically, everything goes to hell in this book. All right. Before we go into the spoilers and the uh, the dreaded turn it or burn it, <laughs> do you have to have read the previous book? The turn it or burn it is contingent on whether the reader has read the previous book. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. Who are the big stars? The big stars are Eureka Quell. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Okay. Harris and Dula. Who, who are the big stars? Harris and Dula. Okay. That's it. That's the biggest star in this book. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There are other names dropped, but yes, that's the biggest biggest star in this book. What about that Wedge Antilles? Is he getting his nose in there or not? I think he's mentioned at one point. Mentioned? Mentioned. Yes. All right. Um, oh, I think you'd have to have read the other book if, if the biggest star is Harrison Dua. Because mm-hmm. you've got no context of who all these people even are in the galaxy. You, you have the cover art and the bookmarks. 
the bookmarks? <laughs> they, they I, I read this book digitally, but they released bookmarks with certain editions of the print book with each character on them. The art is really cool, and the, the characters have a very interesting look. Okay. And that does, you know, having seen the pictures, it does help me see who's who. Hmm. All right, Tom. It's time. Turn it or burn it? Turn it. Oh. But only if you've read the previous one. Okay. All right. Now, before we get into the spoiler section, we have got our, uh, just to give a chance to our spoiler phobes, a chance to hang up on the line to press stop, try to find their, their iPhone or whatever, try to find what window on their desktop this is open at. Oh, so many tabs open. Don't know what's going on. Close them now. Turn your sound off. Unplug your headphones or plug in your headphones. Give the people a, a little bit of a little bit of music to uh, enter into the spoiler zone. Alphabet Squadron. Everything goes wrong in book two, but hey, we might just find out what Kairos is, and no one's going to be happy with Eureka Quell. And then we'll see Hera come back and do what she does so well. There you go. I make these up on the spot, you know. I don't have these written out or anything. I think maybe one I had something in mind. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Where did we end up in the last uh, Alphabet Squadron? Uh, The last alphabet squadron and that that was the funny thing you know i had to go back and and do some reading up on the first book uh but alpha alphabet squadron is basically exists to take out shadow wing which is a (laughs) tie fighter squadron the most dangerous tie fighter squadron and um they do they succeed in the first book right by taking out the the woman who headed up the squadron, the squadron is still out there and coming back to the fold is when, cause Eureka used to be part of shadow wing. Um, there's a guy, there was a, an ACE tie fighter pilot named Soren Kais. Uh, he, he left the empire, but he came back at the end of the first book. So at the end of the first book, Kais is back and now he's in charge of shadow wing. Eureka has, several secrets that she's desperately trying to keep from alphabet squadron namely that she was a member of shadow wing she was involved in a few atrocities on several worlds after the death star after the second death star she was involved um, with was a destroyed. few atrocities yes but she knowing that um hera and there's a person who's between hera and eureka his name is karn i think that's how you pronounce it um but he's basically blackmailing her into everything. He He's kind of an intelligence guy and he's not a nice guy. And he has a reprogrammed uh, Imperial torture droid named ITO, uh, who is now a psychologist or psychiatrist. He talks to the members of um, Alphabet Squadron a lot. Okay. Um, but so the Alphabet Squadron is under the command of Hera, um, helping the New Republic take over the galaxy you know liberate the galaxy system by system gotcha okay so this book takes place in a new system that 
instead of orbiting a star, it is orbiting a black hole. Oh, sounds dangerous. Sounds very and EU. It, you know, I, I hope Kevin I was, J. Anderson was consulted on this one. I was very suspect. Is he still alive? He's still alive in our hearts. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was very suspect, but the idea played into the story very well, I felt. Okay. Um, the ma- the main system on the planet was at one time, like, you know, thousands of years ago, a rival to Coruscant. But then people realized, oh, system's going to go, you know, hundreds of years in the future because we're orbiting a black hole. So it's not as important as it once oh, was. That That is not how people operate. No. Well, so, so they didn't build up there because hundreds of years in the future something they, would happen. They yeah, did. Right. They did build up. So like part of it was, but then it had ah, this one like the main planet. No, no. The, like it was also a mine. Like the other side was a mining planet, so it had all these canyons and chasms, and it figures into the story. So Alphabet Squadron helps the the rebellion or the, the New Republic take over the planet. Hera has to go help Vanguard Squadron, which is a nod to the upcoming Squadrons video game. So basically, Hera is – and the the New Republic realizes the planet will still be under siege, but she is needed to help out with this issue at a um, starship yard. Mm -hmm. And at one point – in, in in the book, she says something like, you know, they're asking her if there's any any other way they can help. And she's like, not unless one of you is secretly a Jedi Knight. And the way she said it, it was a very touching throwback to Rebels. Gotcha. Probably doesn't sound it from the way I explained it. Uh, but I think this book and the last one also did a, it did a good job. You can hear Hera from Rebels. In, the, in this book, they're not really changing up her character much. So, unfortunately, she has to leave to take care of this thing in this other system. Um, Do you so, ever find out what that is? E- yes, no. Because, okay. you know, if you've, if you've been paying attention, you know it has to do with the Squadrons game. But you don't, you don't know the specifics. And then she comes back. At so the end she of the book. left the book to go play video games. <laughs> yes, she left the book to go. She's a mother. Wow. She's allowed. Yeah. Um. So pretty much as soon as Hera leaves, the Empire, um, under the command of this Soren Kai's Shadow Wing, they launch a multi-pronged attack. And. It is effective in that it it, it happens just as um, Alphabet Squadron finds out Yurika's secrets, so the rest of them don't trust her. And it, Alphabet Squadron is the these five pilots in their five different ships, and two are out in space, two are still on the planet, and then one, Kairos, who she's the one in the weird helmet, and in the first book you don't know what she is. She only says one or two words the whole book. She's injured and also taken out of the book. Like a quarter of the way through. So Alphabet Squadron is basically divided in two. And 
um, Yurika's intelligence guy, Cairn, the one who's kind of blackmailing her, he is kidnapped to restore her. What? Yeah. So the blackmailer gets kidnapped. Yes. And in an attempt it's like, to kind like a of daytime drama. Yeah, pretty much. In an attempt to restore her honor or show that she's still her heart is still with the squadron, Yurika tries to go to rescue him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And she does, but things do not end up so good for her. Another character, Chass, she's the one who, she likes music. She is marooned out on this planet far out in the system and ends up with a cult of force worshippers. And she has to, it's, it's very detailed and very involved, but she has to basically work with a TIE fighter pilot to, to get out of there and to get her ship back. Um, well, and so then the, what are these force cultists about? Uh, they, it's like, it's a, it's not, you know, not sure it bays, but basically people who are, um, living their whole lives for the mother superior, basically. I don't know what that means. It's a bad cult. As in they, they, you know, they live on every word this woman says they work for her. They do. Yeah. So it's like evangelical. Force. Yes. Yes, very much so. Wow. Does she have like a gold lightsaber? No, she, she does not have a lightsaber. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then back on the main planet, the two remaining members of Alphabet Squadron are trying to work with a bunch of miners to retake the planet. And they are involved with a basically an underground race against the Shadow Wing to go around to the other side of the planet and blow up this mining facility that the empire is going to use. Because if the empire can use it, they can, they can take off. They can, the empire can repair their ships and shadow wing can escape. Excuse me. So Chas, the one who is in taken by the cult, she escapes, makes it back. Um, so Chas, the, the one taken by the cult, who's also blackmailing. No, that was Karen. Oh, okay. Karen, who's blackmailing. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to decide which part to tell first because honestly, the part on the planet wasn't that interesting. The parts with Chas and Eureka off planet were more interesting. Um, the, the New Republic people, Alphabet Squadron, on the planet they are able to take the mining facility and Hera shows up in time with a few other squadrons who are able to defeat the Imperials from taking the planet. But Soren Kai's the head of Shadow Squadron. He is able to escape. The most interesting part of the book, though, 
is after Eureka rescues the guy who was kidnapped, they end up on this planetoid. And they have the 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 dro- so it's Eureka, her boss Cairn, and the droid. And Cairn is gravely injured. The the droid, which was progr- which was a, a torture droid reprogrammed to be a psychologist, was also injured and is reverting to its original programming. And Eureka is trying to find a way off this planet. In the first Alphabet Squadron book, the squad was on a planet doing a supply run. They came across a Jedi temple. They got inside, and it was kind of like a bonding moment for them, where they realize they're all in this for the greater good, basically. On this planetoid, there's this structure shaped like a needle with a big hole up at the top. And it's a Sith temple. And if Eureka stands in a certain place and looks up through the eye of the needle... She can hear the ocean. (laughs) Well... And she looks at the black hole, then she can hear the ocean. Um, But the droid says, if you're standing there and you can see the black hole, there's something happening to you. So the droid starts torturing her, basically. And it, like the door, they could tell the doors are starting to open. But then they stop opening. And She's really like you feel bad for her, but it's very well written about how she's losing it because she's definitely driven to the the brink of despair. And then finally, the droid goes, Cairn dies, and she's left all alone. And only then does her despair open up this temple. And inside is a very advanced sith starfighter with a cloaking device which i think is supposed to be like darth maul's ship from the phantom menace Hmm. so she flies that to escape the planetoid and she hooks up with shadow wing at the end of the book so she's bad now that is what we're meant to believe sounds very convoluted it was this part of it was written well okay and like like i said you know she's you really could tell the psychological toll throughout the first book and this book of how these secrets have been affecting her and how she she joined you know she didn't choose to join the rebellion, but she's here and she wants to do right by these people. And then in this book, because they find out about her past, everything falls apart. And then she's on this planet. She wants to escape. This droid is torturing her. That was, you know, she told this droid all of her secrets because it was her psychologist. And now it's torturing her. And then she loses everything. And in me, the eternal optimist, I'm reading this. I'm thinking, She's joining with Shadowing so she can take them down the right way. Because she, she used to be part of Shadowing. Um, and so that's that's the loss 
that's the setback of the book because the New Republic does win the planet in the end. Um, the injured member, Kairos, she returns at the end of the book and we, we find out more about her appearance and she's actually talking. She's a Ewing pilot and she really, she's very violent and doesn't, she doesn't talk during the, the previous book or this one, um, but it appears there's more in store for her character. You know, the drawbacks are Hera and her, they were out of the picture for most of the book. Um, well, that's what I'm wondering, like, for me, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I kind of need the characters from the movies to be mm-hmm. in the book so I can have it, gra- like, I don't know, so I can just have something in my head that's grounded. Yeah. The one thing is, though, this these pilots spend a lot of time in their starfighters. And maybe that's what bridges the gap for me, where if I'm not familiar with these characters, at least I'm familiar with their starfighters. Explain. You got an X-wing, an A-wing, a B-wing, a Y-wing, and a U-wing. Oh, so you just think of, like, you're the X-wing one. Right, right. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So... How do you feel like this is going to play into the video game? The mission that Hera was off on with Vanguard Squadron is the main is going to be the main story mission of Squadrons. We've been told it's about the the New Republic, I think, protecting a starship yard that is going to make a type of ship that's featured. It's featured in the Aftermath trilogy. Um, and so that that game is going to be it because Hera is going to be in that game too. I think the players are going to get their missions from Hera. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So you you you're all primed for this um the the, the book three is it a trilogy or is it un um, unknown? It's, it's a trilogy. I think they announced early on it was going to be a three book series. Okay, A, B, C, one, two, three, something like that. X, Y, Z. No, it's X, Y. Oh, X, Y, Z. X, Y, A. There's no Z. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I got gotcha. you. Remember the films that we talk about? Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Sometimes. Good. 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 Alrighty, I am. I'm. I'm I'm glad you liked it. I'm shocked that it's a turn it. I can, I know people who read the first one and did not like it. And I can, I can see why, because it's not only new characters, but it's a bunch of new characters and new places and new concepts. And it juggles all of them back and forth. And this book did that too. And if, if that's not your thing, that's not your thing. But I thought it told it, it told a good story. There were parts of it that were a bit convoluted, but I'm interested in reading the next one. I'm not going to, it's not going to be this time next year. And I'm going to be like, Oh, I got to read that alphabet squadron book. Not looking forward to that. I am looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Well, that's about it. Do you have time to do the last book for the next episode? I think so. All right. And what, what book's that, Tom? 
That is the Dr. Afra audio drama. Oh, very interesting. All right. I'm, um, yeah, I don't know much about that at all, but I am keen. <laughs> I am a fan of her without those droids. Are the droids in it? Yes. God damn it. Alrighty, King Tom, let those good people of the internet let you know, let them know where they can find you. Tom Chansky on Twitter. You can hear me on the Sith list and for Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and the Bad Motivators. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. If you enjoyed this show, if you enjoy all the shows, if you want to hear more shows, how about considering to become a Steel Wars Patreon for just $3 a month, you get an exclusive RSS feed that sends you every episode we have ever done, including weekly bonus shows like Page Wars with Tom Chansky. And hey, if you're a Lost fan, you guys, we did a special edition Lost episode of Star Wars Year by Podcast, a flash forward episode to 2010 where we went for uh, two hours plus in depth. It was good. On the Lost finale. We also did Return of the Jedi as well. But um, I, you you enjoyed that, Tom? I know, I know you're... I, uh, yes, I, I enjoyed both the, the Lost episode and the first part of 1982. Sweet. God, that's the sort of feedback we need. Uh, so check that out the the link if you want to join to be a patron if if you need extra listening man you're going to have a flood of stuff there's so many great uh, interviews up there and bonus shows like this three bucks and we really appreciate it the link is in the show notes if you just want to help in spirit write a sweet five star review on iTunes or give us a retweet or a share on social media Tom it is always a pleasure. I will hang up this and then call you back and we'll okay. record one more episode. Okay. And may that force be with you. Page wars, nothing but page wars. Okay. That was fun. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. 